Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Hi everybody, it's good to be here on this beautiful day. Uh, If you've been following me here lately, uh, you'll notice that I have taken a step towards a little bit of a different diet change. I've decided to do a carnivore diet and I committed to doing it pretty much until the end of the year, but I was taking it in different phases. Uh, For the first uh, month, I decided that I was going to do it uh, just strictly Uh, meat and water basically and so on Monday through Friday I've been doing strictly meat and then on Saturday and Sunday I would have uh, two servings of asparagus along with the meat and I did that for the first month and I explained in the podcast regarding the carnivore diet that I was not doing this for weight loss I was doing it just simply because my immune system just felt like it was almost chronically under attack and I have an autoimmune disease, but I mean, I really, for the most part, have had it under control for a long time. You know, when I started removing sugar and gluten and dairy and corn and soy and uh, peanuts, uh, pork, shellfish, all those items really made the biggest difference for me. Uh, But here recently, um, I just keep continuing to have swelling and I... I mean, I was just eating perfectly clean. You know, there was absolutely nothing. I wasn't even using seasoning on my food. Everything was just as clean as it could be. Um, So I really was having some struggles. And uh, before we went on vacation in August, I tried to, you know, strip down, you know, and actually do more fasting and, and really see what would happen. And it took me eight weeks, but my body dropped two pounds in eight weeks and it just didn't make any sense. You know, I was, my exercise was up. I was doing all the things that, you know, I mean, I do this for a living. So I was doing all the things that you would do and uh, just, you know, really left me feeling concerned. Um, so I started looking into stem cell treatment again because I had had it done maybe a year and a half prior and it really made a very big difference in how I felt. And I thought, gosh, maybe some of that is just sort of, you know, the positive response from that is just starting to wear off and maybe I need to do that again. Um, And then I just kept getting prompted with this carnivore diet. And I've really spent the better 
part of my career uh, for the past 20 years uh, in ketosis, basically, um, just because it really seems like the safest place for my immune system. Now, I've definitely had plenty of different times. I mean, I competed many, many years ago. I've, I've done just about every kind of diet you could think of just because I do this for a living and I've always wanted to. And if you've listened to me before, I've tried a vegan diet. I've tried a high carb diet. Uh, I've tried a moderate carb diet. Um, I, you know, primarily do an autoimmune profile diet either way. But uh, for the most part, when I stay relatively low carb or ketogenic, I really truly feel my very best, but I definitely do an autoimmune protocol where I'm avoiding foods that could attack the immune system. Um, those foods would be what I mentioned before, you know, dairy, gluten, soy, sugar, peanuts, uh, shellfish, corn, um, you know, grains. Um, I've stayed away from those for years. And so I've always had a very fresh, very clean diet, uh, which I feel is very Mediterranean based. Um, on, it, it, without grains, uh, you know, without grains and dairy. So I decided that I was going to start doing a little more research on the carnivore diet. I kept kind of getting prompted with it. It kept coming up. I decided to start doing some research on it. And through my research, I thought, okay, let me just, let's just try this. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? I take a month, I do this, and if I don't feel a result from it, I don't feel a change. If the swelling doesn't go down, then I'll start to look into the stem cell therapy a little bit more closely and try to maybe do that again, of which I still think I may try to do next year um, if I can't, you know, if I can do that as well, just because I don't think it's going to harm me by any means. And it helped me so much the last time I did it. I did the stem cell treatment with Dr. Bly where he removed um, a, a, a certain amount of fat and then he took the stem cells, harvested them from the fat tissue and then re uh insert them into me through iv and i really noticed some some big changes um i was having major skin issues scalp issues um i would look like i had been slashed with something on my skin at least four times a week i was just having chronic histamine responses and that that's literally gone away i, I don't have that ever um, the scalp issues I don't ever have. Um, I'd feel like my scalp was on fire. Um, then I um, was dealing with swelling, you know, and some of the swelling had improved, um, but some of that's starting to feel like it's coming back. And then also my thermal settings really seemed to change. So I was in a position to where, um, you know, I uh, would go out in the heat and I would just really feel overwhelmed from the heat. You know, the it, it, I mean, I would literally feel like I was going to pass out. And last year we went to Florida, oh gosh, two times during the heat heat. You know, one was in uh, June because uh, we got married last year. And then the other one was in August and the other time was in October. Uh, October was certainly an easier time to go, but like normally going in June and August isn't even a consideration for me because I would just get so overheated, but I had been doing so well with the heat that I just decided to try it. And I also thought to myself, well, I'll just stay inside. You know, I just won't, I won't go out as much, you know, and I'll go out when it's cooler times, first thing in the morning, towards the end of the day. But I mean, I was like sitting on the beach for an hour or two at a time. So my thermal settings changed dramatically and really that made a big difference and that was very eye-opening and that has continued. So 
Um, over, and I, I truly believe that's a result of the change of the stem cells. So I do kind of, you know, really I'm thinking I want to try to attempt to do that again. But the swelling that I'm dealing with, it, it just doesn't make any sense. You know, I'd wake up and my face would be swollen. Um, the lower part of my belly would be swollen. And I, you know, I was taking enzymes when I would eat. I was uh, taking all the different types of things that my doctors have suggested for me to take for proper uh, digestion. I've had a very detailed stool test so that they knew exactly what I needed. You know, I was always on an appropriate protocol. I work with a functional slash natural path style doctor as well as an MD that does hormone replacement therapy and stem cell therapy. I have a really strong team. I, I work with the chiropractor. So I have a very strong team of people that work on me. And, you know, it, it just wasn't adding up and it was starting to become concerning. My lymphatic system just, it just is struggling. So I just picked the day and decided I'm for the next four weeks, I'm going to do this diet. I'm going to do this carnivore diet. And within that four weeks, I lost 12 pounds. So I was 128 um, and I got down to 116 uh, just within that four week period of time. So then I told myself, okay, I'm going to take the next four weeks and I'm going to do this a little bit different. I'm going to switch it. I'm going to do two days where I just do meat only. And then I'm going to do five days where one of my servings of meat will have the asparagus. And then the other serving of meat will just be meat. Um, and then of course, one day a week, I eat three times a day as well. And I mean, I'm cooking liver, like I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to do. Um, and the interesting thing is during this four week period of time, which it hasn't been four weeks yet, I'm on my third week now, I haven't seen a drop um, uh, in any weight. And I still feel like my body is probably holding on to maybe five or six pounds of fluid, like that it shouldn't. It, don't get me wrong. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm certain I have body fat that I can lose, um, but it feels uh, swollen. You know, I feel like if I could get down, you know, probably to like, I don't know, I, right now I'm fluctuating between 116 and 117. I feel like if it could get down to about 112, um, at that point, you know, if I was going to sculpt things, I could maybe get myself around 109 and I'd be, you know, shedding some body fat for those last three pounds. But I still genuinely in my heart feel like I'm holding fluid for some reason. And I just can't seem to get to the bottom of why I'd still be holding fluid. Well, I lost 12 pounds in that first uh, four weeks and then it just halted. And so it just feels concerning. I'm wondering, you know, on a pure carnivore diet, you wouldn't bring the asparagus in, um, you know, so I'm wondering if I am bringing it in too much, if I need to go back to only having it on the weekends, kind of see what that does. So I'm considering going back to that. But what I was wanting to do was a full four weeks of doing it the way that I'm doing it. Um, with these veggies. And then I could just say, okay, this is what this period did. And then go, you know, potentially into a phase similar to my first phase and repeat that for another four weeks, which is very likely what I'm going to do. So last night, um, and the reason why I titled this Stay the Course, this is why. Last night I went to Whole Foods. I go to Whole Foods either on 
Friday evening or Saturday evening when I get off work and I get the groceries. Um, and I've been buying all of my meat from fedfromthefarm.com. They're an amazing farm and it's 100% grass finished. And then they also have chicken and turkey and lamb and they have great stuff, great eggs. And so I haven't really been buying really anything from Whole Foods, nothing against them. I just haven't. And then I get two pounds of cooked grilled asparagus with no seasoning from the smokehouse uh, once a week. That takes care of my vegetables. So like my whole entire week is done just with fed from the farm and the smokehouse. It's actually quite uh, simplified, uh, which is kind of a blessing. Um, I make chuck roast, I make hamburger, I make steaks, and, and it, it's just easy. So, I mean, you do have to prep it all, but I mean, it, it's still very easy. So I'm walking around Whole Foods last night and we are getting ready to go back to Florida next week. So I was kind of preparing a little bit and getting a few extra things that I know John and Sophie will need to get through the week. And uh, I get about halfway through the store and I find myself, um, you know, very emotional. Like I legitimately thought that I might cry. And you'd have to know me to know how out of character that is. I mean, I'm the one that sort of stoically stands in the back at a funeral and doesn't cry. I'm not proud of that. I'm just saying that's who I am. Uh, I just am not a crier. I don't get hyper emotional like that. I tend to just be an internal person. So I, um, I have decided after the first four weeks of this that I would cut coffee out. I kept it in the entire time. I kept the coconut milk, the unsweetened vanilla coconut milk. I kept the stevia in. And I did that because I just get great pleasure out of having those cups of coffee. And I, I really enjoy having my coffee in the morning and I enjoy having one in the afternoon and I have enjoy having one in the evening. Now it's always decaf, but I really, really enjoy it. So I more or less was in a position where I thought, okay, for the next four weeks, they recommend in the diet that you should not do coffee because it's a bean. Um, and I was doing it as a source to shuttle collagen in. Um, so I was kind of frustrated because I didn't really know how I was going to get the collagen in. So I thought I would do decaf green tea, try to get it in that way, even though that's not even really recommended. I normally will put stevia in my green tea, three of the spoons full, and you're not even supposed to have stevia. So I decided I'll take two of the spoonfuls of stevia out. I'll only go to one spoonful. So the, the tea is next to plain and I don't really enjoy it as much. It's fine. I'm getting the collagen in and I'm thankful to have a hot drink. Um, but I found myself walking through Whole Foods and I've got this cart that's just full of stuff. I mean, it. Uh, I end up spending $400, you know, and it, granted, that's not what I spend every week, but it was to kind of get us stocked up for when we leave. But um, then I just sat there in an aisle and then I just kind of like stared at the cart and I thought to myself, um, nothing in this cart is for me. Like I, I had a bottle of mustard, which I'm not even supposed to be having uh, because it's a seed. Um, and I'm not kidding. Uh, I'm not even supposed to be having it. So I have this bottle of mustard that I'm not even supposed to be having, which for the past couple of days, I haven't even been having it. 
And then I have a bottle of magnesium. <laughs> and that is all out of the $400 that was for me out of that cart. Now I bought things for uh, my dogs. I get a dog food there. I get them turkey. I, you know, I get them a few things. The rest of it was just all for Shine and Sophie. And excuse me. And there was a part of me that just thought, okay, I'm spending my evening. I've worked a really long day. I'm going to the grocery store, and and it just occurred to me I've been doing this for a month and a half, and none of it is for me. And I, and I, I'm thrilled to do things for my family and try to take care of my family, you know, the, to the best of my ability, but something came over me in that store and it really hit me strong. And I genuinely just felt, you know, kind of almost overwhelmed by it, you know, kind of like, I, I can't believe that I'm in a position to where I walk this whole entire store and there's really nothing that I can or should buy at this point. And I had done so good up to that point of having a good, strong mental, um, you know, attitude towards everything. Um, and I really felt that this experience was pretty dramatic. I mean, I was actually quite surprised at how, um, spiritual it ended up becoming. Um, I really didn't anticipate, you know, I didn't even in the beginning look at it like a fast. Um, I mean, at all. I mean, I, I kind of looked at it like, you know, I'm just going to be um, doing a new diet. You know, I didn't think of it as if I was fasting and I've definitely done fasting over the years. So, I mean, I I by all means know what it means to go without things, but this wasn't like this. Uh, this was like as if you you like stripped yourself so far down on things that your focus was like laser, you know. And I wish that I could put it into words better, but it was almost like your you could see life so much more clearly. And you, you realized how much you were relying on things for pleasure and, and how much, and I didn't even eat bad, you know, but, you know, I'd go to the smokehouse on Sundays and get two pounds of roasted carrots and that would be my off meal. And I would sit there and enjoy the heck out of those carrots. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I would make my coffees three times a day. Sometimes I would have four, you know, but I was very fueled by some of those items. So when I needed to relax or when I needed a little joy, those were the things that I would go for. Well, when you've stripped all those things out, of course they're clean and there's nothing wrong with them. But when you strip all those things out, you have to kind of figure out where your help comes from because you can't, you're not masking anything anymore. So at that point when something would come up, I mean, I would just, I'd have to get in faith on it. You know, I'd have to read the Bible. I'd have to pray. I'd have to really start to get in the word. And then that became my motivation. And so the reality is, is that, you know, I'm, I may have been in a position before where I was super clean and really felt like I was focused, but that changed. When I started doing this, now I realize I'm in a whole completely different level of focus. So I sit there in the grocery store, I'm thinking to myself, okay, 
you can't get yourself so emotionally wrapped up around food and what you can have and what you can't have that you're going to allow yourself to sit here and feel depressed because you can't have something. And then I started thinking about my clients and thinking about people that come into my office and they're, they almost feel like they're owed something. You know, they kind of look at me like, well, I, you know, you can't expect me to go, you know, 30 days and not have wine. Well, you can't expect me to not have sugar once a week. You can't expect me to not have dark chocolate every day. You can't expect me to not have corn chips. I mean, if I go to a Mexican restaurant, what do you expect me to do? How can I not have corn chips? They bring them out to the table. Well, is it really healthy to not have bread? I mean, when they bring bread out to the table, they're bringing it out for a reason. I mean, why would it, is it really a good idea to not have bread? And shouldn't everything be done in moderation? You know, shouldn't you have sugar in moderation? Shouldn't you take in all those poisonous cheat meals in moderation? Because the reality is, is that, you know, for some reason, the magic word moderation makes cheating and it makes uh, poison okay. And it just started like all just like flooding in on me, all these comments at this grocery store. And so I text John and, and at the end of the month, last month, I said, will you please take my Nespresso machine and put it somewhere? It's very expensive, but I don't want to make coffee. So I, I'm sure there will be a day where I'll decide that I'll have a cup of coffee and probably it'll be Thanksgiving. Uh, but for now, I, I don't want to make coffee. And uh, I text him at the grocery store last night and I just said, uh, I don't know. I know this is going to sound really, really odd because I don't talk like this, but I'm feeling very sad and I kind of feel like I'm going to cry. So could you get my coffee pot out? Because when I come home, I'd really like to be able to have a cup of coffee. And I was going to pick up some coconut milk while I was there. So I'm standing over at the deli and I'm just I know the people behind the deli. I buy meat from them every week for my dogs. They're the nicest people in the world. And I'm just having the hardest time even speaking the words to tell them what I want at the deli. And so uh, I get a response right back from John. And he says, I don't think it's a good idea for you to have coffee. So I'm not going to get it out. And I'm just sitting there looking at my phone like, what? Why would you not get the cup of, why would you not get the coffee pot out? I need the cup of coffee. Like, I just want a cup of coffee. I'm going to cry in Whole Foods. Please, just let me have one cup of coffee so I can feel like a normal human being again. So I can bring one thing in that makes me feel a little bit human. And he just responded back and said, I don't feel, I don't feel like you should have a cup of coffee. Well, I went to him and told him, please take the coffee pot. What I noticed was my energy stores were high. I was feeling like I was on drugs high, like I was just feeling so strong. And then in the afternoon, I would have the cup of coffee and I would get a lethargic just flood that would come over me. And it would just be a headache. It would be a fogginess. And I just feel like I'd go into the slump and it was like five minutes from having the coffee. And it would do it again to me in the evening. And then what started to happen is it started happening in the morning. And that's when I knew I needed to get rid of the coffee. And so he knew that that's how it would make me feel. 
So he said, you know, I don't think you should do it. And it, I just sat there like, gosh, you know, I mean, I can't even have a cup of coffee. Like, it's just the one thing that I just want, you know, to, to make me feel okay. And you could sit back and say, listen, lady, you're insane. Like, what you're doing is insane. Life is too short for this BS. I mean, have the freaking cup of coffee and get over yourself. I get it, okay? I get it. I could understand why you would say that about me, but you don't know my journey and you don't know my walk and you don't know how hard I'm trying to 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 get through why my body is having such a negative response to certain foods. And that natural high that I felt during those days was irreplaceable. It was a feeling where the one day John was like, Debbie, if I wasn't mistaken, I would think you were on speed because you are really, really energized right now. And then sure enough, 6.30 that evening, I had the cup of coffee and I just sank. Everything just sank. So I don't think it's good for me. I think my body is really not handling it well. And so it is in my best interest to not have it. But at the end of the day, that's what I was leaning on. That's what I was there to say, okay, I'll feel human again. I'll feel better. I won't want to cry. I'll get my spirit back up if I have that cup of coffee when I go home. So I just sat in the car. I packed all these groceries. Oh my gosh, there's so many things that they get to eat. I packed all these groceries and I get them in the car and then I still have to drive home for 30 minutes. And I just have this sort of oppressive heaviness on me that is ridiculous and I'm just embarrassed by it. It's like, I just can't even believe I'm having the negative thoughts that I'm having. Like I have an amazing life. I'm incredibly blessed. I have no reason to be this negative. And I didn't have the cup of coffee to go home and drown in. So I had to find something. So I just started encouraging myself in the word. And after I started encouraging myself in the word, then I started listening to Pastor Jeff. It was Friday night church. I started listening to Pastor Jeff at family church. And man, it helped me so much. And there was a couple scriptures that came up. Philippians 3.14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And I just... I just think to myself, I'm just pressing on. This is just one bump in the road. This is just one struggle. This is just one difficulty. I'm going to continue to press on. And then I read um, Philippians, um, just Philippians, it's not Philippians, um, just Philippians 4, but it's Philippians 4.10. And I want to read that to you because it's so good. I've lost, for some reason, it's shrunk it down. So let me just pull it up real quick. This helped me a lot. This one right here helped me a lot. Of course, there's one scripture in here that I've always stood on. Um, and it's so Philippians 4.10. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. And this is the part that really got to me. I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. 
I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, rather well-fed or hungry, rather living in plenty or in want. I can do all things. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And the, the other version is I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And boy, that really uh, hit me because I thought to myself, like, I can live well-fed, I can live hungry, I can live with my yummy coffee drinks, I can live with pounds and pounds and pounds of vegetables, or I can strip down, I can have amazing energy, lose 12 pounds of inflammation, and have great focus and just simply eat these very simple foods. It takes extreme levels of discipline to stay committed to it. And the last one that I, I was doing, uh, I was reading this literally in the parking lot at Whole Foods so I'd have the strength to drive the car. Um, and it was just embarrassing to even say it, that I was that down. Uh, it said, or it's Galatians 6, 9, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And, you know, even saying it right now, like, you know, it just, it really touches my heart because it's it's like if you just don't give up so easily um, and you don't, you know, give in so easily to the bad because you think life owes you something and those foods are poisoning you. And you're gonna go and get a test done on Monday. You're gonna take some medication. You're gonna do some things with the doctor that you honestly wouldn't even have to do if you were not eating that food. And the reality is, is that I was sitting there thinking to myself, you just, you just gotta keep pressing on. And so I got up this morning and I weighed myself and the weight had not changed. And I sent the message to John. I just said, the weight is still the same. It hasn't changed. Um, and he said, stay the course. It's going to work. Everything is going to get better, but you can't give up. Just stay the course. And you, you're so quick to say it's not working when the reality is it's only been three weeks this way. And maybe this is the learning experience that tells me that I have to go back to doing it the other way, that I have to stay committed to, you know, sticking with not having, you know, quite as many vegetables on as many days because I may be having a response to those vegetables. Now, the good thing is, is I'm not swelling more, you know, so I am staying okay. But there's definitely a part of me that believes that I'm still holding about five pounds of fluid that I really shouldn't be holding. I'm a little boned person. I mean, I, I look muscular, but I don't, I don't, uh, I don't need to hold a lot of weight, you know, and, and for me being 128, 130 pounds, it's just heavy. You know, I still wore a size two or a size zero. I was just, uh, a big, I was, I was just big and swollen, you know, and now I wear a double zero. Um, and I, I still look at myself and don't think of myself as a double zero. What's the point of this whole entire message? Everybody has a story. Everybody has a struggle. Everybody has something that's trying to keep them off track. Everybody has a reason to ruin the plan or to break the plan or to mess it up. Everybody has a reason to give up, but everybody also has a reason to keep going. And you also have a reason 
to not quit. You have a reason to say it's not worth the cup of coffee. I don't want to go back. I want to stay pressing forward. I want to stay the course. I want to see what the possibility is of what it could feel like if I have that kind of energy coming from me every single day of my life. I want to be strong. And so my strength and my hope has to come from God. And when I get low like that, I just have to reach out to him and I have to tell him, God, you're in control. I'm trusting you. This is where my struggle is. I need your help. Please come inside me and give me the strength that I need to be able to flourish and to be able to live according to your call and according to your purpose. At the end of the day, that is the reason why I'm here. I'm here to lift him up. I'm here to tell people about him. I'm here to increase for his kingdom purposes. I'm not here for me, 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 me. I don't need wine every week to get to deal with my stress. I don't need sugar every week to be able to handle my kid. I don't need uh, a, a, an off meal of poison every week just so that I can feel like I'm human. I don't need it. And I don't think God really wants me to have it right now. So I'm going to go down this path and I'm going to go down it strong and I may hit some bumps in the road, but I'm praying for breakthrough. I'm praying that it really pays off and then I get the ultimate breakthrough from the situation. I pray if you are in a position right now where you're considering doing more than what you should, you're considering taking in things that you know create poisonous responses in your body. I pray right now for the strength for you to decide to walk away from that substance, whether it be sugar, whether it be gluten, whether it be cocaine, whether it be heroin, whether it be uh, smoking cigarettes or taking pain pills. Like I've, do, I've dealt with a lot of people in 20 years and they've done a lot of different substances. And I'll be honest with you, they go through very similar patterns on heroin and cocaine as they do on sugar and gluten. So food is an addictive substance. It is an emotional connection. And if you're emotionally tied to it, you've got to find something to break that tie. And what did it for me was that scripture. When I read that scripture and it told me to not give up, when it, it clearly indicated, don't grow weary in the well-doing that you're doing, don't give up. It showed me I have to stay the course. I have to stay on track. And I'm going to give God glory for all the good that comes from this. I pray something in this message helps you. I know the Holy Spirit told me I needed to share it with you. So I pray that you're blessed by it. And I pray strength in your walk with him. And I pray strength in your health walk as well. I just pray that you can continue to make the correct decisions that keep you as healthy as possible. God bless you.